As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Test. Jolly jaguars in a jazzy jungle jail jeopardize jobless journalists, juicy jabberwockies, and jaunty jokers that jump on their jettison junk like jerks. Jolly jaguars in a jazzy jungle jeopardize jobless journalists, juicy jabberwockies, and jaunty jokers that jump on their jettison jet like jerks. Cool. Ooh. Oh, I can't believe I messed up the tongue twister. That's never happened before. But yet the uh, microphone seems to be working, so that's good. I'm getting ready to meet with my client, Betsy Goldmanson. It is 2.28 p.m. on a Tuesday. Just a little bit of time for a self-check-in here. What's on my mind? What's going on with me? You know, I was incredibly fortunate and uh, grateful to do my friend's uh, uh, podcast live stream variety show uh, for Kame House Party. Shout out Aaron Shelton and, and Vince White to wonderful uh uh gentlemen and uh uh this show they asked for donations as the show is happening so performers can get paid which is another just wonderful beautiful thing uh you know i had a a bit that i was gonna do with my old comedy partner john shepherd and uh, you know i love john uh, but he didn't show up and uh, you know he did tell me he wasn't going to show up you know at a certain point but it just did uh, it did have to change the bit on the fly and so i think the reason it's on my mind is i ended up convincing vince and aaron to let me involve them in the bit and instead of me and john doing a little performance i kind of made aaron and vince do a performance that i uh criticize and so my bit was criticism of them and it just you know the guilt came from the fact that Aaron and Vince didn't take any of the money for the show. They gave all the money to the performers. So they kind of paid me to come on their show and make them perform and make fun of them. And I get all the money. Um, and I guess what I'm saying is, you know, if you're out there and you have a show that you would like to invite me on to force you to perform while I make fun of you, I'd do it again. Oh, oh, hello. Hello, welcome, Betsy. Good to Hi. see you. Hey, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Well, afternoon. It's it's two. It's after good two. Afternoon. Oh, what well, the day goes by so quickly these days. It's a blur. And you've seen a lot of days, Betsy. What, are you 102? I'm 102 as of three months ago. Congratulations! And, uh, Happy birthday. You know, thank you. I didn't do anything. My family wanted to come over. I told them, no, stay home. What's the point? Betsy, you eschewed your family on a birthday? What, what, what are we going to do? I'm a, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be this old. I don't want to still be here. Oh, that's Goodness. old. No, Betsy. No, what? you bring a tremendous amount of value to the world. We need your Thank wisdom you. and perspective. I appreciate 
that. I just know, you know, it's not a sad thing. I'm not very useful anymore. I read my books. <laughs> I don't know that leading it with it's not a sad thing is helping. But it's, it, I don't get sad about it. What's the point of being depressed? So what? <sighs> they come over, they, they say a thing, they give me a cake, I can't even eat it. It's well, too much. My stomach is the size of a pea now. It, your stomach's the size of a pea. That is that a. I, I don't know much about aging. I guess everything shrinks, right? The stomach shrinks I, down. It must be. I've I've been shrinking this whole time. I'm only three and a half feet tall now. My stomach's the size of a pea, and you can barely you can barely see my feet at this point. They're so small. Uh, but again, I don't no shoes. I don't look at feet in general. I'm not a feet person. I, I I don't know what the opposite word of a fetish is, but I have an anti-foot fetish. You're not a so anti-foot. Oh, you no. know, Ian, excuse me, uh, C-T-W-R-O-S. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. You can call me Ian. That's okay. Ian? You can call me Ian, that, yeah. you've got two feet. I do. All right? You've got two feet. You're a therapist. I'm the one telling you. Just it's okay. Look at your feet. Oh, I, I, I'm I'm okay with my own feet. I, I, it's the it's the it's the OnlyFans uh, wiki feet of it all. Of like, oh, show feet. <gasps> oh. I don't. I don't. Other people's feet. I can't do it. Uh, true story, Betsy. When I was growing up, I had a friend who really wanted to show me the animated Hobbit movies, and mm. I could not watch them because I couldn't stop. Uh, freaking out about mm. uh, uh, the ugly hobbit's feet. And that's true. I literally couldn't follow the plot. I was like... You know, not everybody, all you kids these days, you're too sensitive. Back in my day, you had hairy feet, you were ready for marriage. Okay? You had hairy feet, you could go, you could go do some sewing. Okay? It's, it, hairy, hairy feet, it, it keeps your feet warm for when you ran out of uh, pickles to wear for shoes. Oh, oh, sorry, back up for one second. Do you consider? Yeah. Do you consider op the two opposites? One, one to be marriage, and the other to be sewing. You can either these get are the married things or you can sew. When you're born in 1920, these are the things you are told you can do. So uh -huh. yes, I and I did those things. I got married. Okay. I sewed for a time, and I never shaved my feet either and i don't feel bad about it i i refuse who needs who's got time for low self-esteem there are some things that you're saying that make me think you're a feminist and other things that make me think that you're not a feminist and i just i can't because like there's a there's I'm a body image depression okay so I'm so that sick of it all the feminists the anti-feminists okay. everyone's just you blah 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 you know i think people just need to remember it's about connecting with each other. Sure. Right? I agree with that. It's about just talking. I just love talking to people. Oh, well, I never, I never noticed it. Are you, a, are you a local New Yorker? I just noticed the accent. It really came oh, out in yeah. the last second or so. It, well, you know, it's another thing that happens with age. My brain, along with everything else, shrinks. So, oh, sure. Of course, you know, I can't really control everything about what I, uh, how I sound. But I was born and raised... Harlem, New York, 110th Street, oh. and and I'm still here, and the city's changed a lot, but I haven't. That's true. What's the, what's, you must have seen some big changes to New York City. What, what would you say 
has changed the most? What's the, no, been the biggest question? It it's is a big, big question. question. First of all, we don't have any more horses as borough presidents anymore. <laughs> that was, uh, honestly, I missed that. Horses, horses, horses were borough presidents in New York City. Well, if they were smart, if they were fast, and if they were reliable about dragging their carts uh, from point A to point B. This was and, a- and so you elect the horse, and they run the borough, and... Uh, Worked for us. This wasn't under the famous uh, old-time New York mayor, Nero, was it? Was it Nero? Mayor Nero. Nero. There's a lot of, let me tell you something, everybody likes to say bad things about Mayor Nero. But he once saw me on the street. I was a little, even smaller than I am now, a little girl. And I, so you're getting I was, smaller, but you used to be even smaller. Oh, I guess you were I a little was girl. even. Okay. I was even tiny. All right, no, that no, actually, that math tracks. I just had to Thank do it you. in my own brain. And I said, "Man, Nero, why do I wear pickles for shoes?" Well, Borough President Nero, I was such. I didn't know I was a kid. Why do I have to wear pickles for shoes? Uh huh. He looked down at me and he said, "Little girl." Your dreams are bigger than shoes. And and so he's not that bad of a guy. Or he <laughs> well, wasn't at well, least. Well, Betsy, I, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, I, I don't want to criticize you too much. I don't know that we should be judging politicians off of one interaction because I, I feel like that's but He was easy... nice to me. He was nice to me. I could see it in his eyes. This is what I'm saying about connecting with people. You can look at someone and know he would help me return something to the store. I don't know that you. I don't know that you can. But I also don't want to, uh, you know, criticize you too much. You're you're an elder. You know, I want to be respectful. Well, thank you very much. I have. I've been through a lot. I know a lot. I. You lived uh, through world wars. Absolutely, World War Two. All the men were gone. All the dogs gone. Wow! All they 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 saw all wheels. They needed the we- wheels to go overseas for the war. But, but, no, but, no uh, I'm wheels. sorry. The dogs were enlisted, or the dogs were needed by the soldiers for for like the wheels were oh. needed. Oh no! They the dogs were enlisted. Oh my! There animal. were no good no good men left, and no good dogs left either. All the dogs left. They only had one leg or animal. bone spurs. Um, but you know, so we, so I remember me and my girls, we would just get, we would work all day and we would talk and talk about how there were no boys and no men. Yeah. And what was that like? That, that must've been a time when feminism was on your mind. A little bit. It was on my mind and it was on my hoochie. (laughs) Okay. And that's I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. I'm a well, I'm maybe old. It's maybe I, uh, it's been a while, but I feel and still felt things. I I need so a little bit of clarification. Are you saying that you were briefly a lesbian during the World War II? Is that what feeling feeling feminism on the hoochie to me implies something sexual? And I'm not sure that that is what you meant. And I just need I need to know more about what those words in succession mean next to each other. You know, he, uh, Dr. Ian. Yeah, uh, not a doctor. Nice. CTWROS. You're sorry. a nice young man. C-T-R-O-W. C-T-W-R-O-S. You're a nice young man. And you know what? I I didn't think this therapy was working for a while, uh, but I, I think you you got me to. I think you just got me to remember uh, 
uh, something that I didn't before, and that my fr- I, my old friend Carol and I, uh huh, we we did become very close during World War II. Uh huh. Now this we is would, why I got into therapy. All right, let's let's would, get into this. Or well, we would sew together. Oh, okay, all right. And then when when we really, you know didn't have anything else to do at all and there's uh-huh. men and there's nothing nothing else to think about can i guess can i men. guess all right you get one guess pillow tickle fight i sucked a titty oh and she sucked damn. mine oh, well, okay that was much more graphic than what i was picturing oh my is that goodness. the word you use these days i well that that's not i it, it, Pillow, uh, pillow tickle fight is not code for sucking a titty. I, I was, I was saying something else entirely. Well, but. of course, that's what we do. What we're human beings. What the weather, the, the no, the world was exploding at the time. Yeah, so, yeah. I guess I did that, but I still love my husband. I always loved my husband. Sure, sure. And and and, you know, I, I wanted to very tread lightly around this topic. Obviously, I've been seeing you for a little while now, but I. Mm. I, I don't completely know where your husband is now, if he's still with us. And I, oh, I just wanted to uh, very Georgie. delicately and with a very light touch, just kind of ask about that. Oh, Georgie, Georgie, Georgie. He was a wonderful man. Yeah. He always found my glasses for me. Right. And right. he would. Jo- oh, Georgie. No, not now. Not now. He's still, you know, he stills with me all the time. Oh, oh, he's 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 with you uh, now all in right, the room. Georgie, that's enough. He's he talks in my head. Uh, he he gives me advice sometimes, and okay. uh, right now he's he's telling me, all right, Georgie, that's an okay. He's telling me that I need to open up to you more, but. I, I feel like I've figured my whole life out already. Oh. I figured it out. If I don't have it figured it out by now at this okay. age, you know? Right. Then when are you going to figure it out? I, I, I just... He, I, want, he I, wants me to talk about something that... I, it's well, nothing. It's nothing. Perhaps this is what Georgie is, is pushing you to talk about. It's going to be hard for me because I can't um, see or hear him. Just for clarification, I can't see or hear him. Um, you know, um, Betsy... Betsy and Georgie, what a lovely couple. Uh, uh, Be- Betsy, um, was there ever a moment where, and you don't have to make sense of this, but was there ever a moment where either other family members or perhaps a police officer uh, uh, sat you down and tried to explain to you something very serious that happened to Georgie? And I'm just wondering if you have any memories of something like that. Oh, sure. I have all those memories. It's- they went, they went, uh, 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 it, it happened. So, yes, the police came over. Uh-huh. Yes, they, they knocked on my door. I said, come on in. I gave them some coffee. I offered them some pieces of cheese. I offered them my uh, pickle shooting. These weren't mouse police, were they? Just because you've had a lot of anthropomorphic animals in your, in <laughs> your this, lifetime. Not the, this time. <laughs> not this time. But okay. the mouse police are terrible. Don't bring, they oppressed so many in my neighborhood. and But these police, they came in, they sat me down, they said, your husband, Georgie, has been attacked by newsboys. So Attacked by newsboys? 
So I, uh, you know, they, it happens. Roving bands of newsboys <laughs> were always around. They were feral. Uh, and well, sometimes they push people downstairs, and sometimes you get attacked if you don't buy enough newspapers. So Georgie was attacked. Um, they 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 wrapped what was left of him in newspaper and left him uh, in the horse ditch in the street. There's you know on the sides there are horse ditches, uh, and that's where they left him. So I said thank you, officers, for coming to tell me. Uh, have a nice day, and they left. And when would you say you talked to Georgie again after that moment? What was the next time you saw saw and spoke to Georgie after that you spoke to those police officers? Oh, well, he was uh, well, he was dead. So I didn't oh. speak to him again. OK, so you're aware. OK, so you oh, understand. Sure. You understand mm-hmm. Georgie died. Oh, yes. OK, we were married uh, at that time. You know, we had been married for 15 years already. Um, and, not, and I've never loved another. I was going to say and for 102, that's not that impressive. <laughs> that's well, a a so drop young. in the well. I was so young. And for news, you know, it's it, the newsboys were ravenous and I didn't want to love again. And Georgie's uh-huh. still with me all uh-huh. the time. And so he died. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, okay, then things just, happen. I'm just going to write down something for me just for my own notes. Okay. Possible lesbian. Okay. Uh, so just some, just something I've been thinking about based on a pattern of observations. <clears throat> thank you, thank you. No problem. I I, um, I hope all this is gonna help. I, I I you know I came in to to talk and I I don't know if uh, so far I've really uh, gotten a lot out of it. No offense, but I love oh talking to. Well, these. I think I think this is the process though. Is you don't you don't mm. know you don't know what you're getting out of it until well after the fact, uh, and, mm. and that's. That's a part. You honestly, therapy may be most helpful for you after you die. You know, it may be the moment when you die where you're like, "Damn, that was good. I enjoyed that. That was good." Okay, well, I'll take your word for it. I guess yeah. uh, to buy a product that uh, won't uh, work until after you use it. Normally, I'm much more frugal than that, but I like you. You're a nice man. Well, you're thank nice young you, boy. Thank yeah, you. Of I do like the the mean girls aspect of us being together where like I just look younger and hotter by comparison next to you like that that really has has brought me a lot of joy in fact would you mind if I snapped a quick Instagram profile pic please do please do go for it just just know that it's temporary it's nothing again nothing to be sad about uh but you will slowly deteriorate and shrink in body mass and size and brain uh over time until you are uh completely nothing and uh no one thinks about you anymore oh wow that now i know you said that your life isn't sad i know you've stressed several times happy but just i'm just i'm just saying that those words on paper you have to understand somebody reading that would say boy that's a sad person even words on paper i'm thankful for i didn't have paper growing up you didn't have guess paper. what we used for paper guess oh okay i'm thinking an animal um pickles pickles not all oh, the time right. oh, the other but thing not, okay yes of course we didn't use paper. So words on paper would have been nice, but no, the words were always in our heads. Mm-hmm. God, pickle, pickles is another running theme of your life, huh? A lot of pickles. Oh, a lot. Uh, you know, during the Depression, we didn't have a lot to eat, so if there were pickles left in the barrel, 
all the kids, us 10 kids would go, let's go eat a pickle. Yay. We'd share it. Uh, and then if there was a, uh, another, another pickle left, uh, and somebody had a hurt foot, he could use it as a shoe. And you know, it was salty, painful for that, for that one. A salty child. shoe, huh? But truly we had nothing else for shoes. I, we racked our brains at the time. Just because what you've brought up about hair on feet and then also knowing what the pickle shoes taste like, I'm going to put down possible mm-hmm. foot fetish. So possible lesbian with a foot fetish. Okay, Betsy, I, I, I just, you know, therapy is about self-discovery and I'm just huh. wondering if I'm going to be able to, to give you some insight in your life okay. that will really hit you on that deathbed, you know? So that's why I'm making notes over here. Hey, I, that's a surprise to me. Never thought of myself as that kind of person at all, even for one second. Uh, so I guess that's uh, insight. Well, you know, it's best if you don't decide who you are for yourself. It's best if you let other t- people tell you who you are, you know? Hmm. Yes. I like, I, I, I like that. Hmm. Let other yeah? people tell you who you are. It's yeah. good, right? Good. Yeah. Okay. So I can call my daughter. I can call my daughter and tell her she's somebody. She's somebody who maybe can uh, come over a little more often. That that sounds like a lovely and healthy thing to do. You're, so I can tell her what a failure she is. Well, possibly. I mean, if she is a failure, I, I, I don't know much about your daughter either. I mean, first of all, she must be very old because your husband died. Uh, died. Yes. By my newsies, daughter, so. my daughter is 90. <laughs> Your daughter is not okay. No, my, no, my daughter. You know, okay. My daughter also is sad. somewhere around there, mid eighties probably. Mid eighties, uh, okay. She, and she is cranky. She's cranky. Cranky old cranky. woman. Yeah. Well, first of all, she must she must be still pretty big. She must not have gotten to shrinking age just yet. Not quite. She's definitely started the process though. Okay. Okay. So uh, you can feel her getting smaller. And you know, she gets sad about it, but I don't. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I mean, well, uh, of the two of you, I mean, I, I, I don't want you to dwell in sadness. I just mean to point out the pattern of things that you were saying are sad. That's all I'm trying to say. But I don't want you to feel that way if that's not how you feel. So who cares if it's sad? I have I got to tell you about this new mystery book I've been reading. Well, wow, you are not interested in talking about your daughter at all. OK, great. Tell me about this mystery book. <laughs> oh, eh, whatever. Uh, sh- this mystery book. It stars someone I think it reminds me of you very much, a nice young man. He wants to understand people, and he can't stop killing people. <laughs> so I've been reading this. It's so good. I wake up every morning, and I, I voraciously absorb this story. I, I don't know how it's going to end, but I thought about you. And, then, you know, I, when I look at you, I think, well, he's maybe a little mischief maker somewhere in there. Is, what, is this book called You? Is this that Netflix me, you, or whatever thing? It, I think so. It had that handsome young man uh, who kills people. Well, I mean. And, well, wa- and wonders about it. Spoiler alert. I, I've only read this book. Well, I well, I've seen the show. First of all, thank you for repeatedly calling me handsome. I think that's always a compliment. I mean, you know, I know that uh, what was an American Psycho Christian Bale became a big sex symbol over that, right? So, uh, mm, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not against murdering to increase my attraction to the opposite sex. I mean, nothing else I've done has worked incredibly well. So, yeah, I, I could. So uh, there you go. I could there strangle a person. 
Life is long. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get caught. But also, no. in, the, in the same way, try to get a book written about you. Well, Betsy, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, you don't seem to have a lot of affection for your 80-year-old daughter. And she mentioned before that Back she's very sad. I, I mean, Back to her. But, but wait till you hear the context in which I'm bringing her back up, Betsy. Because what I'm saying is, if your 80-year-old daughter needs to be put out of her misery, and if I could uh, get some tail, if I got, if I got some murder on, Betsy, you maybe two birds, one stone. Surprisingly helpful. I'm... I, I won't kill my own daughter, though. You don't, I won't, you, you don't want your own daughter murdered. No, Are you no, no, sure? No, 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 no. I, I read about that stuff. Okay. I, I, no, I think, I think she's just a sad sack. Uh, no offense. Okay. She, I've said this to her. Those before. are the best people to get murdered. It, maybe if it would make her happy. I don't have time for jail, though. Who's, who's got time oh, for it? Especially oh, me. Oh, Betsy, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tie you to this at all. We we would do like a we would do like a strangers on a train thing where I don't you know acknowledge that I you know I don't know your daughter well enough to be tied to the murder, and then maybe you murder somebody for me, and and right. you're not tied okay. to that. Murder. So what we're talking about is putting somebody out of their misery, uh, someone I love, uh, but someone who I think really. Uh, it's not is not doing anything to help yourself anyway with all of this. I'm so sad. Yeah. Oh, you know, she's oh, I'm, oh, I'm, like I'm homebound and I oh, I'm 80 like oh. Look at it like this. What you would lose in uh the death of a daughter, you would gain in the sexiness of a therapist. So you wouldn't be able to talk about your 80-year-old daughter anymore, but you'd be able to say, you know what? Damn, my therapist is looking good. He has been doing something that is working for him. Uh, and that's good. Hey, and if you're feeling good, then I'll feel good. I'll listen. I'll let you know. Um, I, okay. I, but you know what? I probably will lean towards not killing my daughter. Well, well you know, life is long. And, and life is pe long. People change their minds, you know, Very so just true. I'm just saying don't take it off the table. You know what? Don't and you know what? Let them enjoy. I always say anybody, you can't judge somebody about what they like or what they do. I just say, let them enjoy whatever they want. If it's murdering, fine. Just don't hurt anybody. Right. You can murder as long as you don't hurt anyone. Any, anyone, anyone who you care about. You know, I grew up in a, in a time where, uh, a time where, uh, you know, affection wasn't, uh, I guess, uh, rewarded a lot. Oh yeah. What was the? Uh, what would you say was the uh, uh, the, the most intense moment of affection between you and your parents? Well, my mother only spoke Russian, so I was never Ooh. able to connect with her. Was she uh, from Russia? Language. No? Yes, okay. she was. Okay, good. She was, and my father was from Germany, but only spoke Russian. Oh so, well, I guess that could make sense. They're borders ish. They're they're border ish. I I know my maps. I and I wouldn't know because I wasn't able to talk to them very much. Oh, so, oh, so I, you only have spoken English. Yes, I yes I was uh, went to all the schools here, and then I came home to my Russian parents, and I think one nice moment, uh, maybe uh, one affectionate moment, um, my mother. She uh, took one of her Russian bedtime stories and she put it, it's the most English she ever learned. And she put me to bed. She read me this story and it ended like this. It was about a woman who ran away from bad experiences and 
the woman. She finally found a safe place to be. And in this safe place, <laughs> could not continue being. So she took the hot iron oh my God. and put it to her throat. Oh my God. Oh my God. And let the life burn out of her. Be- Betsy, once again. And, and, oh, oh. No, no, you okay? Oh, no, yes, I that just... was, I'm, I'm fine. I just get it. That's the story. No, your, your I accent, will never forget that story. Your accent was changing again and it was becoming oh. more violent. And, 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 and it's, oh. it was also drifting into sad territory. I hate to admit, Betsy, but it was drifting just ever so slightly into some sad stuff. Uh, okay, exactly what was sad about it. Now I need help. Well, first of all, you don't want to leave an iron on like that. That that's no good. Oh well, it was it it was so she could she could burn the life but out I of know, her instead of have of it leak out. Uh, I know, but uh, uh, like a pathetic, uh, you know, sad person. <laughs> I get it. I I fell right asleep. I was a kid. I fell right asleep. Oh boy. Well, uh, uh, Betsy, that 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 feels like maybe that's that's a trauma that you just internalize so much that you can't even process it. That, 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 that would be how I would diagnose that. I, uh, okay. Uh, thank you. Okay. Thank you for a diagnosis. Uh, yeah. Do I don't feel the need to fix anything. I make my own breakfast every day. One scrambled egg and one McDonald's hamburger that I buy and I store in the freezer. You uh, wait. So you don't. So, so for breakfast, you freeze a burger. The burger's already frozen. I buy them oh, ahead of oh, time. I oh. go to McDonald's. I get not cheeseburgers, just the plain hamburgers in bulk. Remove the patty, and I keep them all in the freezer so that when I need a a, a quick little bite, I. Because okay. I thought that might also explain why you're shrinking. Is for every every morning for breakfast, you you freeze a hamburger instead of eating anything. It's been working for me. Why be depressed about these things? What is what exactly is wrong with it? Well, again, I don't I don't want to force depression on you. I I, you're you're forcing your mouth into a smile like the Joker again. My face, Betsy. You're you're Betsy. You're jokering again. We've talked about this. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. There's no reason to. I I. You don't need to scar your mouth into a permanent smile. It's okay. Okay. All right. At, at least for you. Thank you. I won't. I will. No problem. Uh, no problem. <clears throat> I, I, rest I, my mouth. Yeah. Just, just uh, a resting position. Uh, okay. That's a bit of a, that's a jowl. That's a, I would call that a jowl that, but that's okay. That's your natural jowl. Betsy. that's, that's just how you look. Thank you. Thank you. And think about how good my, my jowl is going to look by comparison in my Instagram profile picture. Oh boy. Am I, once I start murdering people, you are destined for great things. You're once I start murdering people, things. I'm definitely going to have sex again. I can feel it. I can feel it. Oh, oh honey, there's more to life than sex too. Let me tell you. I Not from my experience. <laughs> That's Well, uh, what do you think is going to happen when you, when your dinkus shrivels up? Well, huh? well, and your and your little and 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 your tums, uh, they they fizzle out in well, the water of life. I mean, I'm lucky that I'm uncircumcised, so my dingus is always shriveled. <gasps> That's okay. It's is it? <laughs> it seemed like you, you were offended. It, you keep it well. I, I, I mean, 
just I'm just not used to it, you know. I mean, all right. the all the men and boys in my life, you know, well, it's, circumcised it, it, because that's what the the Jewish uh, the Jewish God insists upon. Oh, you're Jewish. I wouldn't have known that based yes. on Goldmanson. Um, uh, well, our original, the Russian last name was uh, Nick, mm. and we decided they changed it when they came over. Also, probably a very sad explanation for why your father was speaking Russian while he was in Germany. Um, I don't think about it. Yeah, I don't think about them don't, or their lives or my life. You were in America for else. World War II, anyways. So that I mean, we established that pretty clearly. Um, boy, oh boy, I bet Hitler was getting left and right. <laughs> Oh, that dude was probably just having sex all the time. Oh, my God. The amount of murder to sex ratio he must have been having. Uh, I can't a, imagine. A boy can dream. Uh, oh, well, let's not talk about that. because That's very sad. It, it, the sad thing I think was, all you need is syphilis, I guess. If you want to have as much sex as Hitler, my favorite. Uh, his brain probably was yeah. shrinking from the syphilis and allowed him to make impulsive choices. My favorite Beatles song, All You Need Is Syphilis. Um, didn't hear that one. You didn't hear that one. I didn't hear that. Did you one. ever get to see the Beatles live, Betsy? You're, you're. Yeah, see, this is what I really should be talking to you about. I shouldn't be asking about traumatic World War II things. I should be asking about like the the peak moments of your life. You oh, the, the Beatles? Beatles. Yeah. Well, the Beatles when they came to New York City. Um, you know, there was it. It was the '60s, uh-huh. and it was a different time. And I, I, you know, I saw them live, and I, I talked to them afterwards, and they were nice. Oh, lovely, lovely. And they Betsy, nice. they, they wanted me to, they wanted me to, you know, come back with them, or have, have a, have a, 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 a. They were smoking things. I was busy. I was a mother. Uh huh. Couldn't well, do it. Well, um, um, uh, Betsy, I, I just again, just just the pattern of things in your life, and and I feel like I should clarify. Uh, these were four English gentlemen, yes, or were these four tiny little bugs? They were because, four tiny little bugs. Okay, that's okay. Well, yeah, it was a different time, so right. we would have our concerts. We were still very poor. In the sixties too, sure. And uh, we would have our little concerts with the Beatles. Sure. They would come out and make little tippy taps, and they would. Uh, a lot of them would be, I guess, smoking all their or the Beetle reefer, or really, that's just the, right, right. Less the smoke the, from the cooking that we would have. Less and the rat maybe, police would come around. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now that I think about it, the rat police and the beetles would only come out um, when we were cooking with natural gas for a long time. So maybe they liked the gas. That's what made them play the music. Can you define cooking, with, cooking with gas? I don't know. You're great. Some great realizations there, Betsy. Can you clarify cooking with natural gas for a long time? Because this that could yeah, also be a very depressing thing potentially. Because we haven't gotten into how your parents passed away, Betsy. And uh, uh, I'm just concerned. I'm concerned about about, about those details. They passed away like anyone else did in those days. Uh, you know, ovens didn't have tops or sides to them back then. so They were open-air uh, ovens. Yeah, and uh, the pilot light was just kind of floating out from the wall, and, and, and you flick it, and it turns on, and then gas uh, spews invisibly from the wall, and if you want flame, then you throw a match into the kitchen, and... It was not reliable. Oh, this is how now Mayor Nero have... died, isn't it? Absolutely. Didn't Ma- Mayor Nero died that way. 
Absolutely. Uh, it was very horrible. We all cooked the same way back then, mm. you know? Mm. Uh, so, yeah, they, they had an open flame in the kitchen for a, a, a while. Uh, you know, we, we, it takes a while to cook a chicken. Uh, or So uh, they uh, came home and they were uh, dead on the floor one day. Wow. It just came home and they were dead on the floor. Wow. And it was, and it, you know, it, I, I, I called the police, the same police. Yeah, uh, the, sa- the same police. Same exact. Wait, so men. this was this was close to, this was very close to your husband's death? So your parents died right around the time when your husband was murdered by Newsies. Yeah, it all happened close together, you could say, all at once. All at but once? I don't really remember that. I don't remember it that, that way. It, it's so long ago. Oh my god! Oh my god! That is. Uh, but yeah, it was the same police officers. Yeah. Um, and uh, they uh, were again very nice. Um, and they said, "Are you okay?" They cared. They said, "Do you have a job? <laughs> Do you know how to sew?" And I said, "Holy uh, Christ!" I said, "No job right now, but I can sew." And they said, "All right, okay. So you then you'll be fine." Betsy, I don't know how to say this. You've traumatized me. I, I am. I, I have been traumatized mm-hmm. just by this conversation. Just knowing the depths of sadness that you have lived through that you pretty much ignore is just like it's it's deeply disturbed me in a way that I'm not sure I'm ever going to be the same again. Listen to me. All right, Ian. I uh, maybe I can help you out here then. Uh, you, you, there's no use for all of that. Uh, you know, take take all of that. Uh, here's what you do: all those bad thoughts, and you you imagine that they are wrapped up um, in a nice in a nice little bag. And then is this going to be a you go thing? to Macy's? Okay. It's not actually. You okay, go to Macy's, okay. and you in your mind you put the bag of thoughts on the counter, and you tell. The person at the Macy's counter in your head that you'd like to return these, please. <laughs> I'd like to and, return and my then thoughts. She, and then she'll take them back okay. from you. So the, the thoughts are metaphorical, but the Macy's is literal? I'm literally walking into the Macy's. Oh, it's, I'm... it's Yeah, it's a, it's a real Macy's okay. and a, a metaf- metaphorical thoughts. And okay. the lady at the counter did it with me every time. She takes them. And you return those thoughts to the Macy's. Maybe you get store credit. You get store credit when you return thoughts. Well, I just people just like me. Maybe That's we true. start chatting. That's true, Betsy. You're very likable. I gotta, I gotta oh, give you that you. much. Yeah. Thank very, you, very thank you. I like to, you know, I learn about the the yeah. the, the person and this person working uh, and, at the Macy's mm-hmm. uh, ever sucked on their titty. Once, once. Okay. What does it matter? I, th- I thought maybe that's why they were putting up with you and giving you store credit. I thought what maybe there was matter? a deeper. I think you're in a. I think you're in an unspoken lesbian relationship with this person working at the Macy's, who's giving you, uh, uh basically giving you goods in exchange for the uh, uh, love making service of 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 titty mouthing. You know, <laughs> I, I tried to clean I it haven't... up. <laughs> you don't need to clean anything up for me. I, I just, it's strange, you know, I haven't thought about it in that way before. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I've always had one way of thinking about my life. Right. 
and here you're showing me a little right. uh, something or two is is georgie the husband reacting at all to 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 these revelations that i'm oh. making about you being a lesbian he's not he's not giving you anything based on any of that oh georgie he's well he's always nagging he would always be telling me this or that so i'm used to it like right now he's just saying you don't you never loved me uh stop looking at my feet I'm not looking at your okay, feet. That's definitely a foot fetish. I'm going to underline that part that I wrote down for myself. Underline definitely what? A foot I was never, but that, no, you and him. I was never looking at his feet. You never look at a feet? Who looks at feet? All right. Who does, well, who, uh, who does I, that? I, I, I have an anti foot fetish. I, I don't. I, 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 right. Listen, Betsy, I, we, we've covered a lot of ground today, and, and at various points, I felt traumatized. I appreciate the the helpful thought that I could return it to Macy's. I don't know if it's going to go. It. I don't know if it's going to go as well, considering I'm not. I don't have a relationship with that person at the Macy's like you do. But maybe I'll give it a shot. I'll tell you what I do sometimes, Betsy, to re- reset myself is I do a, just a guided meditation. So if you're open to it, Betsy, I think like to reset both of our our mindsets. Let's just let's launch into a guided meditation here and, and see what we can find. Would that work whatever for you? you say, whatever you say. Thank you so much, Betsy. I, I think this will be helpful. Uh, you know, uh, this meditation this meditation was actually whispered to me by a butterfly. Okay. Um, and Betsy, just listen to the sound of my voice as I count back from three. Listening. Two. One. You find yourself in the driver's seat as you ride down a long on getting caught on things two and one betsy you're back with me how are you feeling <sighs> how was that for you wow yeah was that something wow. did you finally feel something betsy that that was that was different was it that was a little different yeah yeah well you know i when i was looking in this seat next to me uh-huh and it was uh, it was going to be everything I ever wanted. Uh huh. Everything you ever need. Everything I ever need. And I, I swear to you, when I looked at the seat next to me, 
all I saw was me uh, when I was about five years old. Oh. Smiling and wearing something else besides pickles on her feet. Oh, my goodness. She was wearing shoes. Wow. Wow. What, what, well, what, that what, was nice. Oh, I was going to say, what is that? What do you think that means, Betsy? But it sounds like you, who knows? you don't care. Who okay. knows? Who cares? All right. It's, okay. You know, I got I got things to do. I've got burgers to unfreeze. Who has time for all Those of that? Those are your things to do. Sure. What, what else time. is on this to do list, Betsy? Just before you before you head out, I just want to know what's the rest of your day looking like? I just got to know a day in the life Ooh. of Betsy. Very good question. So after I have my breakfast, I'll go sit out on the porch. I'll breathe in the fresh air for a little bit. Um, then I'll go inside downstairs to the computer okay. and I'll go on Facebook. Oh, that's that sounds right. I, sh- I should have figured that out. Yeah. And I go on Facebook uh, for, uh, until I, I'm satisfied and uh, then I'll, I'll read. And it's a mixture of reading and sleeping. Not sure how much of either I get done. Uh, then maybe somebody calls. Okay, okay. And maybe how somebody you, will call. And how would you feel if that somebody who called was a friendly police officer informing you that your daughter has been murdered by the sexiest man that they've ever seen i just want to just before you go Mm. betsy i would love just a little bit of contact info for this 80 year old woman that i could maybe kill to get myself laid well she lives with me oh okay that that's easy then okay i don't see her she's in the basement okay i don't don't talk to uh (laughs) i thought that's where the computer was where you were on facebook is that that she's also there i don't look i don't know where she is i told you i don't look i'm doing i'm doing the computer i'm not oh that has me worry that maybe she's also gonna be like your husband then and already dead that that then then that doesn't help me because if you're if your daughter's already a ghost i can't kill her oh boy hey you Listen, it's, it sounds like it's more of your problem than mine. Oh, gosh. I hope this World War III thing that is potentially going to happen works out because I could use America just being all women again. I think that would also be helpful, you know? It, it, was, a, it was a really, that was a really nice part of it. But hold on to your shoes. I will. I will. I, 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 I'm going to hold on to my shoes ever so, even more tightly based on today's conversation. Thank you, Betsy. You, you really helped me more than I've helped you. And, and sometimes that's what good therapy is. Oh, stop. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm always here. If you ever want to talk, I'm always here. Not a problem, Betsy. Thanks so much for coming. You get home safe now. Okay. Okay. You too. All righty. Thanks, Betsy. Okay. Bye. Where's my horse? I don't, did you ride a horse here? I'm taking the horse home. Okay. Oh, uh, that's okay. You got into a, you got into a taxi. Um, all right. <laughs> Giddy up. <laughs> she is loud. I could hear that. She was well down the street and I could hear that as clear as day. Wow. Um, that was, that was crazy. That was like, even though Betsy was here, I felt like I was the one receiving the payment for that. You know, like we're supposed to be working through her traumas and instead we work through my traumas. That's kind of like I got paid for doing a show where I made them do all the work. I am killing it right now. I am making money. I am solving traumas. If only anybody would ever have sex with me, I'd actually possibly be remotely happy. Quick note to self. 
I may have lost my voice, but I'll never lose my enthusiasm for Julie Can. Julie Can, my wonderful, hilarious Legend of Bagger Vance teammate. You can follow at can underscore Julie on Twitter and also on Instagram at Julele1. Shout out to Aaron Harland at ERHarland, AaronHarland.com. Aaron is a tremendous musician who you can follow on Bandcamp or Spotify or wherever you get your music. And Aaron even helps out her friends with podcast cover art and theme songs sometimes, which is very nice of her. Shout out to Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Be sure to follow at Sigmund Fraud Pod on Instagram if you want to see some behind-the-scenes photos of me in therapy. Hey, guess what? That Close Quarters show or that Tracer show that I helped out with last month is coming back. Monday, May 2nd, 9 p.m. at Under St. Mark's via Squirrel Comedy. It's Too Close for Comfort, an incredible show with two amazing teams that I just have a blast doing. Come out and say hi. Okay, if anything proves that I record these plugs fresh every time, it's got to be the fact that I'm doing it now with half a voice. Oh, aren't allergies fun? Well, you know what? Since I've disclosed my own health, this is now a HIPAA thing. I really got to make sure that this isn't released publicly as a podcast. Okay, uh, I think if I put it in this folder over here, yeah, that should do it. Now it's private. <laughs>